how did it go from this to this Hello, good evening. The Minister of Health has confirmed two cases of COVID-19. Ghana is now facing the COVID-19 virus. How have we changed since we learned of the first two cases? So, an update regarding cases. Ghana now has 636 confirmed coronavirus cases as of today and the Ghana Health Service has actually released some interesting statistics about the spread of the virus. So 59% of all cases are actually in men and the remaining 41% we will find in women. Men actually outnumber the number of confirmed cases in every age category except for the age of under 15 where the boys and girls are equal. Other than that, in all the other age groups, 15 to 24, 25 to 34, 35 to 44, 45 to 59, and above 60, men seem to be more susceptible to the virus. Out of the current number of cases, only 30% have a history of travel, meaning the remaining 70% have all been contracted within the country from person to person. The region with the highest number of cases is Greater Accra with 509, and following that is the Asante region with 53, the Eastern region with 41, and then we see a few number of cases in the north and south of the country. So, back to the banks. If there's anything this outbreak has shown, it's that people are at the center of the financial economy. For the world and for every country to run effectively, it needs to put people first. Money is what keeps the economy going, and that's how banks facilitate their position in the market. So quickly, how do banks even make money? Here's a short excerpt from... Cursed your sect. This is a simplified version of the way it works. People keep their money in banks and receive a small amount of interest. The bank takes this money and lends it out at much higher interest rates. It's a calculated risk because some of the lenders will default on their credit. This process is essential for our economic system because it provides resources for people to buy things like houses or for industry to expand their businesses and grow. So banks take funds that are unused by savers and turn them into funds society can use to do stuff. Banks also make their income from things like saving deposits, the credit card business, buying and selling currency, the custodian business and cash management services. Whether you like banks or think they're doing a good job is a different discussion completely. Right now, the major concern for the banking industry is how long the pandemic will last. The longer the lockdown and social distancing measures are here, the likelihood that banks, along with the rest of the economy, will suffer severely. This would be unfortunate because the banking industry actually had quite a successful 2019. According to the Banking Association, Clients were leaving large deposits. Different sectors had grown their trust in the banks and so were taking more loans. And there was a lot of evidence that the banking industry could handle non-performing loans and could, they could be managed properly. Additionally, the Banking Association ensured to the public that a considerable amount of the stock has been given to small to medium-sized enterprises, SMEs, 
groups and individuals in order for them to grow their businesses or begin their own ventures. So these few, along with some other factors, led to a relatively profitable 2019. The progress that the banks made last year has been stopped with the impact of the COVID-19 virus as all business has been halted, which has had an adverse effect on the banking industry. In response, the Bank of Ghana cut its rates from 16% to 14.5%, which is a drop of 150 basis points. A quick explanation on what a basis point is. It's sometimes referred to as PPS, and it's a unit of measure in the financial industry to describe a percentage change. So one basis point is equivalent to 0.01%. That rate is affected by the Ghana reference rate, the GRR, which is itself influenced by three elements. One, the policy rate. Two, the 91-day treasury rate, treasury bill rate, and three, the overnight rate. These are all just different rates we have in the country. You can read up on them at your leisure. Those changes were also done in conjunction with the minimum reserve being lowered from 10% to 8%. And all of this is to provide or to allow for more liquidity so that the critical sectors in the economy can be supported during this time. I think it's still too early to judge the impact that COVID-19 has had on the banking industry. Definitely should the situation worsen, businesses will be hesitant or perhaps even unable to take loans from the banks, which will in turn impact their investment capabilities which means banks, just like other companies, will be unable of maintaining their current wage bills if they're not generating any income, and then their staff will also be at risk. What is important for banks now is how soon not only Ghana but the world can recover. This is because Ghana depends on foreign countries regarding both imports and exports. And if the country is not able to continue its recent volume of exports, it would again impact their country's GDP. The best case scenario is that this brings about a period of self-investment, not just for the country, but for Africa as a continent, so that the effects of the pandemic are short-lived. And who knows, maybe this would be a good thing regarding self-investment going forward. Positively, there's been an increase in the use of digital tech. The Ghana Interbank Payment and Settlement Systems Limited removed charges on electronic payments for all its partner services as a way to discourage people from performing any physical cash transactions. Fintechs are benefiting from the switch to digital transactions with Express Pay in particular recording an increase in its volume usage. From what I know, all mobile money transfers will also not attract fees and then other banks, fintechs and or other mobile money services have followed suit. Currently, about 40% of Ghanaians use smartphones, and post-COVID, this number is likely to increase as traditional banks may look to adopt more technological practices to make their processes simpler. The necessary systems are already in place to ensure that user data is kept safe, and so, if anything, we'll just see an increase in the scale of operations to make sure that there's a proper surveillance over individuals' data. Taking any positive from the situation, COVID-19 may be the catalyst Ghana needs to begin its digital era. The information you've heard today was taken from Ghana Web, My Joy Online, Pulse Ghana, Business Insider, and in a nutshell on YouTube. If you've taken the time out of your day to listen to this episode, thank you very much. I greatly appreciate it. There'll be a few more, maybe one more episode before the mini podcast is complete. 
So thank you again and I wish you the best. Take care.